You're listening to a special Labor Day edition of the We Got the Runs podcast. In this episode, we will talk to Ron Tab about writing your own training plan. Welcome to the We Got the Runs podcast. We're your hosts, Letty and Angela, and we invite you to join us as we talk about all things running. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to make running a favorite part of your life. Hey runners, welcome back to our podcast. My name is Lenny Lundquist, and no, it's not Saturday. It is Monday, Labor Day, and we decided that we're going to do an extra episode where we would ask our coach a question and have that come to you on this special holiday. So what we decided to ask him is, given that a lot of runners that normally would consider hiring a coach are not doing so because one, there are no races, and two, everybody might be a little bit strapped for cash, we decided to ask Coach Tap about writing your own training plan. Yes, that's right. So today we're talking to him about the three phases that he considers when he writes a training plan and what they incorporate. So, without any further ado, please enjoy this short little segment. Welcome to Ask Coach Tab, a segment in our podcast where we talk to elite coach Ron Tab. Ron Tab is a retired elite runner. He ran a 20931 in Boston in 1983, back when the world record was only a 208. He's won many other marathons, and his coaching experience is of over 40 years, ranging from Mary Decker to Meb. All right, so I'm here with my coach, Ron Tab, whom we've already introduced, and we wanted to take a minute today and talk to you about how to write your own training program. Okay. So welcome, Ron. Hello. Uh, happy Labor Day weekend to you. Same to you. I'm glad that you can provide us with some information on this beautiful Monday. How does somebody who does not have a coach, um, ideally, regardless of whether or not there are marathons, how do you take a step back and um, analyze your running and go to write your own training program? Well, the first thing is, okay, so let, let's break it into three, uh, three phases, okay? So phase one is your base training. Now, the base training is going to vary from uh, individual to individual. So typically, though, with base training, I like to see – now, I'm going to say this is a beginning runner – who has no running experience behind them. So I want to see this person get at least three, three months of base uh, training in before we begin thinking about doing any type of speed. And before we even think about doing any type of a race, I, you know, I wouldn't recommend uh, with less, if you haven't done at least three months of training, I wouldn't recommend, you know, jumping into a 5k race yet. It's, it's premature. Then after three months, you know, so we can mix things up a little bit. Then we're going to go into what's called fartlek training, uh, where you know you vary your pace in your uh, runs. So they're going to be more intense. You know, you're going to start off with your warm up. Uh, I prefer a two mile warm up uh, when I'm doing a fartlek set, a fartlek workout. Then we roll into, and I like longer intervals or longer. Um, uh, sustained run. So, you know, we do your first, uh, let's say 
you know, we we're at the point where the warm up pace for your um, for your Spartlek is going to be two miles, and we're going to do that at nine minutes a mile. Okay, so you're 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 going to warm up for eighteen minutes, uh, eighteen to twenty minutes. Then you're going to roll into uh, four times five minutes, and your five minute surges should be at maximum effort. So. Uh, you're probably, you know, this this 50-year-old is probably going to be covering something around 1,000 to uh, 1,100 meters. And then we're going to take a recovery of three minutes. Uh, and it's a, I like to, at Fartlek, it's a continuous run. So we're, there's no break. There's no stopping. So then we go into, we just shut it down to where we're doing a three-minute almost walk for some, you know, for some folks. So that, that three minutes, it might be 12 minute mile pace, you know, so we're going to let the heart rate come down. We're going to let the, you know, we're going to let, <laughs> let the oxygen get back into our lungs again, you know, cause you're going to, by the end of that five minute surge, you're going to be really breathing hard. You're going to be uh, sucking wind as we say. And we're going to repeat that uh, four to five times. And again, it's going to depend on the person and the individual. And then we're going to do our cool down. And, you know, so our cool down is going to be, again, I like to do at least two miles cool down, but it's, it isn't necessary to go that far for your cool down because you've already got your, the body of work that we're looking for. You've, that's already been taken care of, but you want to do, you know, at least a mile cool down at, at the end of your workout. So that would be in phase two. Phase one, you said, is build the base training. Phase two is do this um, with the fart legs. So phase one just on average, what mileage do you suggest? Yeah, for the beginner, we're going to go for time. Uh, you're probably going to be 15 to 20 miles a week. Okay. okay? And, that's, and that would be uh, with doing four to five runs a week. Okay, so we're going to be at 15 to 20. And by the end of the uh, weeks, uh, uh, 8 through 12 or 9 through 12, uh, we, I'd like to see the mileage up around 20 to 25 miles a week. So we'd like to gradually build your mileage up. Okay. okay. And so that's still in the base training, right? This is still in your base training for the first three months. Yes. Okay. By the end of your three, uh, by the, by the, yeah, by the 10th, 11th, 12th week, uh, you should be looking or what, what's ideal is to be looking at something in the 25 mile range, you know, give or take a few miles. Okay. But you'll, by that point, you're, you're going to be covering a lot more distance uh, than what you were when you started in weeks one, two, and three. Okay. So then once you, once you progress to the fart leg um, part phase two, do you continue having this mileage and then add more, including the fart legs, or is that separate? No, you're going to keep the mileage pretty much the same. Yeah, you're okay. going to keep yeah, you're where you are at week uh, 12. Uh, you're, you know, let's say we're at 25 miles in week 12. Once we begin doing the fartlek training or interval training, and it, it would be ideal if we could get on the track and do uh, tra speed training, track intervals, uh, because that way we can develop the discipline. Um, you're going to know uh, better what it feels like if you're doing. You know, if you're doing eight-minute miles 
you're knowing that each lap that you do is is two minutes long you know so uh and as you know how i approach the the, the schedules or your your workouts it's all about discipline it's all about making sure that the pace is even it's an even pace or it's a cut down pace you know we don't like to uh, you know we don't like to see i don't like to see my runners start off at a pace that they can't maintain throughout the duration of the workout so i want you whatever pace you begin your workout in i want you to be able to finish at that pace or faster okay that makes complete sense and then is there a phase three or is this um your phase three is your racing so you know now we've done uh 12 weeks built of base training then we're doing uh, four to six weeks of interval training or fartlek training, uh, and then we go into a racing uh, our racing season. Okay, so, so we're talking about a program of about five months. Five to six months, and five then we then we're going to jump into our first race. Okay, and then um, any tips for strategies on racing race day? Yeah. Uh, well, approaching your race day, I mean, obviously nerves are a big one, but I like to get up, uh, you know, three or four hours, you know, if most of your races are early in the morning. So I like to get up at least three or four hours before uh, the beginning of the race. And I like to go out and do a, a, a an easy uh, 10 to 15 minute run. I know that sounds crazy. Oh, you're going to, that's going to take away from my race. Actually, it helps wake you up. It gets everything out of your system. You have something, you know, a light uh, snack or breakfast, um, you know, before your run. You take a shower, uh, if you know, if, depending on where you are and everything. But um, uh, you'll find that this gives you the better opportunity to realize what you're capable of running. Perfect. So, yeah, All right. Well, thank you so much, Ron. That was um, some great tips. So. You are more than welcome. All right. Thank you guys so much. We hope that you got some information out of this and that if you have any questions, you reach out to Ron at rontab at AOL.com or at his business runners training academy at gmail.com. And hopefully you guys have a great rest of your Labor Day weekend. Thanks for listening to this episode. As always, we hope that we were able to provide you with something of value. Make sure you like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. Our account you can find under WGTR Podcast. Thanks. Until next time, have a great week of running.